everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hey, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm doing okay. Just watching a giant rainstorm throw come through here. So hopefully you don't hear any thunder. Oh, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, I did know that rain was coming because I received a text. Um, I don't know why, like, my family insists on texting these things in our group chat, but they're, they, like, invite each other over for dinner and outdoor dinners just so no one comes up. They're very concerned with people finding finding out, but, like, outdoor dinner, obviously. So it, I got the message that it was canceled today. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. I did outdoor patio dinner on Friday, which was nice. Um, that was kind of the last day before the rain started here. So. Are, the, are they open? Patio, yep. restaurant patios. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, we are. We're supposed to be going up a phase in a couple of days here, so then indoor dining will also be open. So your family's dinners won't have to be canceled anymore. They can go to a, a restaurant <laughs> if they like. But indoors. Yeah, yeah. So things are looking up here. Looking up. I know. Very exciting. I'm hoping that there will be um, like an announcement in the next couple of weeks about the border. Um, because the NHL has announced a travel exception, so... I know, yeah, which is kind of good. Like, now, I mean, it looks like it's probably going to be, um, like, well, I guess the next series where there'll be some cross-border travel, yeah. likely against Montreal, because it seems that Winnipeg has forgotten how to score. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, they just took all those days off and were like, mm, we've forgotten how to play hockey. Just did nothing with that time productive. But <laughs> it is weird, like, you know, okay, they're making all of these exceptions and the government's granted, like, they won't yeah. have to quarantine. In the, but, like, they're going to contain them into a bubble and they're basically not supposed to interact with the general public. But then, like, cut to the, like, <laughs> scenes in Montreal of, like, people frolicking in the streets and celebrating like mask 50 percent ish kind of thing and close gatherings and like i mean like i mean okay. <laughs> again they do what they want yeah. there <laughs> but going rogue over there will be interesting i guess like are they just going to have a specific hotel that like then has to shut down and only house the hockey teams or else that's going to make it very hard for them not to interact with the general public if like it's from what i read it's not like a it's not like a true bubble so like there can be okay, other people in the hotel it's, yeah it's just like maybe don't like go to a party down the street kind of thing. Like <laughs> they'll have probably like a conference room that they eat in, like for rather yeah. than going to like a dinner hotel or something like a restaurant or something like that. But I guess maybe they'll like block off floor, which I, I assume they do anyways. They but like, anyways yeah. it, they'll probably just block off floors, but that was exciting news. I'm sure, especially for, as we assume the Canadians um, get through, like they're, they're not going to have to just spend you know, however long in the States here. And I know Montreal has opened up to fans. So I'm yeah. sure, you know, that's kind of an added bonus. Um, if Montreal is the team that makes it through. Uh, it will be kind of sad though, that it'll be like 
maybe a thousand fans and then they're going to play like, I don't know, Boston or I don't know even know what, how the, if they've decided how the like series lineup or whatever there, but basically all yeah. the teams in the U S are at full capacity pretty much at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Which I forget who was interviewed, but they were basically, oh, I think it was Patrice Brad, Bergeron. Marchand, I think, the one who commented about Brad, Brad Marchand. Yeah. yeah. How he was like, oh, it's, you're definitely seeing in Canada, like the impact that the fans play, play in the game. He's not wrong. No, it, like, I think it's like, yeah. so, it makes me so sad. Even, I mean, I said that about last year's like cup win too. Like I, I feel yeah. so bad for these players that they're like, you know, getting the chance to play for the Stanley Cup and like their mom can't be there or something, right? Or they're right. like, maybe best case scenario is like they have like one family member versus, you know, before your entire family's out on the ice celebrating with you yeah. and and everything. Yeah. You know, you get to drive down the, the the street and everyone's like yelling and everything Super like that. Super excited for you. Yeah. yeah. Just doesn't have the same, same thing at all, but. no. It does not, but at least, you know, some fans in Canada, I know like Winnipeg is letting 500, you know, healthcare workers, which they've made very clear in both Winnipeg and Toronto when they opened it, that these are vaccinated people that are allowed in. Well, I'm surprised they even found 500 people with their second vaccines up here because it's still (laughs) freaking hard to get that. (laughs) Well, I think they were all healthcare workers, so it makes sense. (laughs) Okay, fine. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, we were celebrating in Canada quite a bit today because um, Team Canada very shockingly won the Worlds there this morning against right. Team Finland. And we started uh, off the tournament with like a surprising loss to someone who I think has either never beat us or like has oh, beat we us. Start, yeah, we started 0-3. They're the only team ever to start that way. They needed Germany and Latvia to not go to overtime to even make it through, which is like normally who even watches that game? Probably the highest ever. But but then they got some bread in the lineup. Just need a little bit of little bit of bread. The flames like shining moment, shining moment. I don't know that we've ever had a international tournament MVP from the flames. Before. I honestly don't think we ever have because no. typically, like when Canada sends international people. Oh, for sure. Like, if Joe like, was going, like, all of the stars were going kind of thing. It's like, okay, he's competing against Sidney Crosby, who scores, like, the game-winning goal from his knees. Like, exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. So, normally, <laughs> it's not, like, our, our star players. And it really wasn't this time either, but Andrew Mangiapane did fairly well and was named tournament MVP. So, that was kind of cool, other than the fact that, like, the Flames have to negotiate a contract with him. Oh. For next- <laughs> so, like, can we maybe not factor this tournament into that, please? <laughs> I know. Like, this doesn't count, okay? <laughs> I'm sure a lot less of the star players opted out because of COVID. So, exactly. like, the, it, it's not a true win. I mean, exactly. it is a true MVP win for these purposes, <laughs> but for contract yeah. purposes, it's not. Right. It's like it didn't happen. So... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was a bigger like week with with just kind of updates in the NHL. Like um, the draft lottery was held this week, and Buffalo eking out a win again. <laughs> you know what? I hope they uh, like. I just think of that poor kid who's projected to go first overall. Like 
Owen oh, Pop or whatever I his know. name is. And he's probably just like, oh, God, please trade your first overall pick and Jack Eichel with me. And, like, we'll go anywhere, please. I think. Yeah. And I think they haven't, like, confirmed who's the first round. Like, you know, there's a, a high up forward and a high up D. So, like, I'm sure both of them are just sobbing. Well, I think Power's pretty much projected to go first okay. at this point. But and he is a D, which like clearly Buffalo needs. But right. Um let's not ruin any more talent on this team, okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so thinking ship. We'll see we'll see if they keep the pick. I assume they will, but um yeah we'll they've managed- add more people to our freedom freedom yeah. pursuit. <laughs> exactly. So and then what else happened? Mark Shifley got a pretty big suspension for a first-time offender. Yeah. Honestly, that hit was dirty. I thought, it, like, I don't know. You're going to lose the game. Like, <laughs> passed out. Like, before he even hit the ice, he was out. Like, <laughs> It was his birthday, which I was like, rude. Don't make someone go to the hospital <laughs> on their birthday. <laughs> I did not know that, but that's awful. Yeah, that was his um, birthday present for Mark Shifley there. Like, (laughs) my God. I don't know. Like, I mean, I understand what was going through his head in terms of, like, I have to stop this. We're, you know, we have to score to give ourselves a chance here, but that was pretty bad and pretty. Pretty unnecessary, I guess. I don't know. Probably could have gone about it t- 10 different other ways yeah. versus like trying to knock someone's head off there. But um, <laughs> I, think, I mean, he he finished the hit after the goal had gone in. So, I mean, he was in the pursuit of the hit before the puck went in, but it was just yeah. kind of like, this looks very bad. That- I think from coming around the net at that angle, like it would not have taken that severe of a hit to knock someone off of their shoes kind of thing so like you probably could have stopped the goal without without going that extreme but um, but again it just goes for the like you don't you don't suspend tom wilson and i know we've seen big suspensions these playoffs yeah and well i mean especially like yeah first time offense for shifley and like uh I mean, it at this point, they look like they could get swept. So yeah. he might have to carry that suspension into next season as well, too, which is which is nuts. But for one game. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, because it was game one that that happened. I yeah, guess. yeah. So it, if but it yeah. was one game. But yeah, like, I mean, really put your team in a in a pretty vulnerable yeah. spot there because you're one of their star players, star players. And, and one of their other star players was already out. So like now you know, even, even their coach was like, we're not going to get a lot of offense. So we're going to have to win games one, nothing kind of thing. So <laughs> not the best move for, I mean, for what trying a to pick, make it to the next round. What a pick me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. A vote of confidence. Truly. Uh-huh. I, to be honest, like, I don't really care who comes out of the North <laughs> No. At this point, like, my main goal was for Edmonton to not make it out. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, thank you, Winnipeg. You've done your job. Satisfactory. Uh, A plus performance. Plus. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I was I was hoping that my next least favorite team, um, the Tampa Bay Lightning, would be knocked out. So, Carolina, going to need you to step up a little bit here. But um, I picked you know. Tampa Bay, so I need them to... 
Yeah, I did too, yeah. but doesn't mean that I still want them to win. I mean, Jill, money I is am, on the line. No, I'm more than happy with them losing. I million dollars. I need them. <laughs> you picked too many teams. Like you have Vegas winning something, you got Tampa winning something. Like you're all I mean, over the place. I picked Tampa to make it out of this round for points to get me to the final <laughs> end goal of winning. I don't know. I don't know. I, this is like almost as bad as your NBA predictions, just all over the place here. <laughs> okay, you know what? Who would have thought that this would be the year that LeBron James <laughs> finally loses in the first round? Like 14, 14 and years. 1. I know. And this is the first year since the 1990s, maybe? That one of, or no, no too far back. <laughs> no, no. When was it? The 2000s. 2010. Yeah. 2010. Okay. Whatever. Seems like- Third, since LeBron was one. This is <laughs> no. That he or Steph Curry haven't been in. And one of, one of the teams, like the, they had four teams, like the Spurs, the Heat, the Lakers, maybe, and one other team haven't made it. Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. Like, a f- the final will have none of those four teams. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's nice for someone else to get a chance here. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Who I- are you picking for your second round <sighs> matchups? You've got the 76ers versus the Hawks. I don't uh, – the Sixers, I guess, the 76ers – I know they're yeah. down a game, but like, I don't know. I don't really know much about either of those teams. Yeah, I was leaning towards 76ers as well. I'm more stuck on the Nets versus Bucks one. I'm going to go with the Nets. They got me through round one. <laughs> I may go with the Bucks. Is James Harden hurt? Did I hear that? Ooh. Oh, okay, then I didn't I know this. I, this feels unfair. I thought I heard um, Steve Nash say something that he felt like really bad for James Harden. And I assume that was due to an injury. Harden holds out for game two. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Bucks because of, because missing of James Harden. Oh, but he exited after 43 seconds into game one and they still won. So (laughs) I'm feeling good about the Nets. Maybe the 43 seconds were like a really big impact. We don't know. (laughs) He scores like 20 points in those 43 seconds. (sighs) What about the Jazz and the Clippers? Um, I'm picking the Jazz because as a Lakers fan, I can't condone the Clippers winning. Uh, (laughs) But but like, even though there's like the Lakers-Jazz rivalry that we didn't get to see that through. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the Jazz survived the bird attack. So perhaps the luck is on their side this year. (laughs) I don't know. They still got patient zero on that team, though. So, oh, right. <laughs> Shut oh, down. The mic spitting. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll go with the Jazz too. And then what about the Suns versus the Nuggets? I'm picking the Suns because of Devin Booker. <laughs> Just want to see what Kendall Jenner has to yeah. share on her Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Fair point. I'm I'm on board with that pick for that reason Thank too. You. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Oh man. Well, we can't really do much worse than we did in round one, so we'll see we'll see right. if we're any better in this in this Shooting for around. minimum fifty percent. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. What else happened in sports? Um 
Julio Jones got traded after his bombshell phone call leaked. Oh, that was, that was like, how did that happen? Like Shannon Sharp calls him, doesn't tell him that he's on air. And then he just like tirades into like, I'm getting, I want to be out. He hates the Falcon. Like that's insane. He's played there for so long. Like kind of, kind of disrespectful to the Falcons there. And so obviously they're right and like regardless of if he knew he was being recorded or not like I feel like that's just not something that you lay out in that public of a fashion like just deal with it and I could get if maybe the Falcons did something to but I don't know if they did like well I don't think that I I see I don't know if, if I'm on board with that like I think Shannon Sharp is at fault here like he should not have called him and not told him immediately oh, like he you're on have air. done that for sure like that is very wrong yeah but just like I guess lesson learned that you don't just like go off yeah don't bite the hand that feeds you he's going to Tennessee now for like a buttload of picks yeah um which is like good and bad but it's like you know, they're like the highest thing that they're getting is like a second like round rounder. pick. So it's not, I mean, it's not a lot. And they, and then the Titans have some salary cap issues as well that they have to deal with for it. But I mean, it's like, it's a, you know, good for the Titans. He's obviously still like a good player and everything yeah. like that. Um, you know, now he's joining like with Derek Henry and, um, and AJ Brown on the Titans and everything. So, I mean, they're looking a lot better this year, which is good. So it'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a nice conclusion to to the disaster, the firestorm. I know um, from last week. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even get a chance to talk about it last week because the, the phone call was like over a week ago here now. But yeah, so. we were distracted by friends. <laughs> yeah, which you know, I think fair enough. I think people needed to hear all of our opinions on that our as thoughts, well. So. Really. <laughs> anything else in the sports world i don't think so i think that was pretty much the exciting parts yes i would agree yeah. um we must thank as much as it pains us harry and megan once again coming through <laughs> <laughs> right in the nick of time just this morning they gave us the biggest news of the week with lilibet's Lilibet yeah, Lil- Diana. Lilibet Diana was born yesterday, Friday, I think it was. Yeah. Um, so just announced there today. But uh, I don't know how I feel about, like, the two names, obviously, you know, represent Queen Elizabeth and then Princess Diana. Yeah. Um, clearly, Megan has no say in any of the naming processes, considering, like, her mom is just, like, out the window. Like, no family names in there whatsoever. Like, I'm pretty sure you can give, like, royal kids, like, 17 names, and there's, like, no one bats an eye. Like, you easily could have been, like, Lilibet Diana. I don't even remember what Megan's one mom's other, name is at this yeah, point. No, but because she's Let's call her Susan. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it could have been anything. Susan doesn't quite have the royal ring to it. No, but, like, maybe this is the start of a new generation of Susans. We don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe her okay, mom's her name mom's, is... Her mom's name is... Karen. It's Doria. <laughs> hey, that has like a pretty good like kind of royal ring to it. Yeah, like a little bit Diana Doria. I like Mount it. Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm thankful that they finally confirmed their la- I knew the last name was like Windsor, but I didn't I don't think I realized there was this extra piece in there. 
Mm, yes, I don't really remember how that whole came about, but I there was a whole like because Prince Harry had to like come up with a last name. Oh once right, he moved. <laughs> Out of the royal lineage, and that's what he I mean, selected. He'd have to have a last name on his birth certificate. No, they literally don't. What? Yeah, it's like it's so weird. They don't have they don't have to have last names. I do love. Um, I saw a TikTok recently, and it's like this girl that explains like all this royal drama, basically. But she was discussing one of one of William's kids' birth certificates. And she was like, on here, you can see the occupation for his father as prince. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And the mom, princess. Like, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Very different than our birth certificates. <laughs> right. Um, which I'm pretty sure they don't make you. Maybe it's a UK thing, but I don't think we need to put job titles on like, our birth certificate. <laughs> Imagine that. (laughs) You're like, like, analyst three. (laughs) That's so fancy. (laughs) No. Um, I don't know, though. To me, like, I, you know, I understand what they're, what they're doing. And, and obviously, like, Harry's really making a statement that he's still on board with grandma over there. And, and this is basically an apology. Everyone's on board that this is like an apology. To the queen. Yeah, but like, see, it bugs me that like the Diana piece, and I get it, and I knew that it was going to be in there, but like, I just feel that Diana would be like, get your act together, call your brother, deal with this privately, figure your crap out together. Like, right. you're all you have is each other. And like, like, my mom gets mad when my sister and I fight, and she like th- threatens to cancel Christmas like once a year. <laughs> Because she's like, it's just the two of you. Like, when we're gone, you're going to have to figure, figure this out. And so, like, I just would like to think that Diana would have the same mentality as my mom when it comes to your siblings. Like, you don't have to always like them. She would. But you have to love them. So. I really think that she would. Also, Kathy, don't take any ideas from from Jill's mom here. <laughs> because, like, I didn't get a Christmas last year, so there will be no cancellation this year. Yes, Christmas is allowed, whatever happens. It's maybe the next one that you have to worry about. So, But you can't fight with your brother because we really need his producing skills. Exactly. No cook family drama here. Um, But I do, like, I really don't think Diana would approve of what's going on. and, And, I mean... I'm also kind of glad that they didn't go with Philippa, which I think was a choice. Lilibet, yeah, that was run- that was in the running for yeah, like for one of the bookies odds makers, or whatever. But right, right, um, it was high up there. So we'll see. Um, on the same day that the royal baby was born, um, the cousin that is married that has a baby named August, and I can't remember her name, Eugenie. Or is, is, you, is she Chris. the one that's pregnant? Uh, one of them. Whoever, whoever's the one with the child. Um, they were seen spotted out on like a mother daughter or son, whatever she has excursion. Um, just you know, so that the spotlight isn't totally on. <laughs> oh, it's Eugenie. Eugenie, yeah. Enjoys nature. Um, nature with baby August, an adorable new mother son snap. So 
Well, I mean, like, did she post it before? Like, she probably wasn't first on the phone call list of, like, we had a baby kind of thing. Like, I don't right. know. But I just appreciate it. It's like I'm, I'm also thinking she's probably not on her own Instagram uploading these photos. No. Like I feel like they're probably like scheduled posts that her aides are doing. For sure, so. for sure, she has someone that does that for her. Yeah. Um. Which like sign me up. I will move there <laughs> and run your Instagram. It will be my joy to one up Harry and Meghan anytime they announce some news. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, congratulations. I can't wait for the next tell-all interview with their third child. Um, No, they're done. Their family's complete, Harry has said. Oh, really? Is that maybe because Megan's 40? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, valid. (laughs) Oh, man. Despite us. Despite us. That one angry lady in our comments is going to come back. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you're, she's correct. I don't know everything that they've gone through. Gosh. You're right. <laughs> um, I would like to discuss something else that is deeply upsetting me, and that is the Cruella movie. Yes, we both watched it over the, the last week here. Um, thank you for sharing your login with of me. Of course. <laughs> enjoy keep it I I loved the movie I thought it was great I thought Emma Stone was phenomenal good soundtrack fantastic music I do not understand wait (laughs) spoiler alert if you haven't seen it skip forward a little bit skip 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 yeah I don't understand how we go from the end of the movie where she has trained the dogs the three Dalmatians who killed her mother. She has trained them to follow her lead and like has homed them from that to a dog murderer in 101 Dalmatians. There is a very big leap in it. Absolutely. (laughs) And I am not too sure how it happened either. Apparently there is a sequel coming. I have seen that rumor already. Um, So hopefully there's some explanation there, but, but yeah, like, you know, if it had been like how the movie started, where the dogs, you know, killed her mother, right? And that I could have seen how we went from there to like dog murderer, dog 100%. murderer. But over the course of the movie, she has her own dog. There's Wink, who is the Honestly, like Wink the henchman the dog. Of the movie. <laughs> There's so like she had, and so she has those two dogs. Like she's pretty big with them then these other three these same three dalmatians she has like she somehow manages to train them over time they like team up to kill the baroness and and then later on at the movie she gives pongo and perdita to roger and anita and and i just don't understand where we got from there to like yeah now we kidnap dogs i'm making clothes out of puppies kind of thing Right. It's a very weird leap. Um, So hopefully it does make me feel better that there will be a sequel because um, I need answers. (laughs) Okay. So I have to say my favorite part of the movie, and like you might not even remember this because it was so minor, but it was the part that like stood out to me the most that related to like the 101 Delvations of my memory. And it was when Emma Stone asked Cruella starts driving the getaway 
car and they were like do you even know how to drive and she was like no and she's driving with her like head right up to the steering wheel and like looking insane and and it just is like the exact image of how it is in the cartoon the in like the original crazy and guys like popping out popping out and she's got like like the steering wheels right up to her face and everything and like i that was my like favorite throwback scene and it like didn't really have anything to do with the plot or anything it just was like no. that triggering moment of like oh they think that they paid homage to the like actual yeah. original movie I didn't put that together until right now when you said it, but yeah. like it is a really good tie and I assume done intentionally. 100%. Yeah, there's no way it couldn't have been, but no. Yeah, that was like my favorite just tie in moment. So, um, Wink was my favorite character, the dog with one eye. He sometimes wore a patch. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I assume he's called Wink because like he's always winking. He's only one eye. But when he played the giant rat, <laughs> my favorite thing. I do love how, like, in movies, like, like this isn't just a Cruella thing. This is, like, all movies. But they put, like, like an eye mask on and everyone's like, ooh, who could this possibly be? Like, <laughs> there is no way I could recognize this person. Like, okay, I thought that frequently when, like, Cruella, quote-unquote, disguised Stella um, would like show up at these parties with just a little mask on and I'm like how does her boss the Baroness like not understand who she is like you look at this face every day and like I mean the boss wasn't the nicest and so like you could imagine there'd be like some dismissiveness of it but like someone else on the staff might have recognized her like I said this is this is how they do every movie in like like there's a masquerade ball like cinderella story or like 50 shades of gray or like whatever movie it is that has those like stupid eye masks and they're like oh my god who is this mysterious stranger (laughs) honestly i saw i think it was chad michael murray posted these thing this thing about like all the bad boy quote-unquote like bad boys that he's played in these like (laughs) teenage rom-coms and he was like ladies if he doesn't recognize you while you're wearing a tiny mask that doesn't cover anything he's not the one for you (laughs) (laughs) oh man i mean maybe that's why people were so like anti-mask because they were just like worried they were gonna be out walking around with like no one's gonna know who they are kind of thing because of all of these like movies setting the wrong stage here example (laughs) yeah um i mean great news is our masks will now be recognized by our iphone i know Uh, you know it's only been 15 months for them to come up with that update so have you done the update yet yeah you know i get anxiety when it just sits on my phone like that (laughs) It's the first thing I did. Have you tested it with your mask on? Does it work? Uh, I don't think I've done it with my mask on because I haven't gone anywhere where I've worn one since okay. this weekend, really. Well, I think I did it Saturday. Test it out. Let me know. As you know, I have not done it yet. I haven't, we haven't gotten to the stage though yet where it's like on my home screen, like my okay. lock screen. So it's Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh man. Well, back to back to Cruella. Um Emma Stone was also in the news this week for like right. a super weird Amy Schumer joke. Maybe? It's weird because like they appear to be friends. I-, I googled them and they were hanging out like pre-pandemic, 
but it just doesn't seem like something you would um, say about your friend, even in a joking manner that she's like a cruel human being, but she's phenomenal in this movie. Like, so like Amy Schumer started, you know, posting these kind of weird things on Instagram. So the first one she did was like, a joke about John Krasinski and Emily Blunt's marriage being like for show. And like, that was clearly a joke. And obviously John Krasinski was like in on it. And he was kind of like, Oh, like secrets out kind of thing. Ha ha. And then she posted this one about Emma Stone being like a really cruel and like toxic person. Right. But with like no real context and it was in her story. So there wasn't really like an opportunity to comment the way that like John Krasinski's, had an opportunity to comment that was a post and this one was in her stories and like and i don't even think emma stone has instagram no i don't think she does but so like it just goes kind of out of nowhere then like i feel like there wasn't a lot of clarity on like if this was a real feud and this like doesn't really seem like either of their style to like make it instagram official that they're fighting kind of thing but right there was no haha better jokes yeah like i'm sorry if this is your best joke like Maybe it's a good thing that like stand-up comedy shows haven't returned yet because like right. you need please, to work on your material. Please move on because this yeah. was not funny. Um, so I'm hoping it was a joke. I honestly think that if Emma Stone was this like toxic person, we definitely would have heard about it because if you think about like Katherine Heigl, I mean, yeah. it's always in the news like what a difficult person she is to work with. So I think that would be out with um with Emma Stone as well. So yeah. really hoping it was a joke. Um and if not Amy Schumer, I will need to unfollow you on Instagram. Yeah, I mean unfortunately especially for like women it doesn't take much for them to like be labeled as difficult or or hard to work right. with or anything like that. So if there was like any ounce of truth to it, I do think like you said it would have been more um out there but it just seems like a weird way to like like hype your friend's accomplishments up like Like, please don't do that to me right i mean like maddie this spreadsheet sucks like good one (laughs) (laughs) it's a nightmare (laughs) true story that one's actually true though (laughs) i hate vlookups This podcast is getting oddly specific. <laughs> oh, man. Don't even get me started if you have to do, like, an H lookup. Like, out the door. No, I'm leaving. Absolutely not. I'm quitting. Here's the notice. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, other things that you're good at, like, how is your fitness regime going <laughs> this week? Well, I'm very mad at you. <laughs> Jill, please explain why. (laughs) Um, Jill had a brilliant idea. Uh, I think you sent the TikTok on Friday. Yeah, and and I'd like to say that the TikTok, you know, my algorithm has been defined (laughs) primarily by the TikToks that you sent me. So in reality, this is all out of your fault. (laughs) But I did send you a TikTok on Friday. Yes. It was on Friday, um, where Pete Davidson <laughs> is being interviewed by Jimmy Fallon. And he's telling this story about this one skit he had to do when Alec Baldwin was hosting SNL a few 
I think probably a few years ago, because it sounds like it was before um, Alec Baldwin got the role as of Donald Trump. But yeah. Um, so Alex ho- hosting and Pete has a skit with his shirt off. And honestly, the first thing I thought when you sent me this TikTok was I must Google this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did think they were going to cut to that skit. Right. To, like, show it. Show me it. But... Some type of yeah. what we're working with here. But anyway. <laughs> Alec Baldwin commented on how cut Pete Davidson is and asked him what his fitness regime was. And instead of lying and saying, oh, it's just the fact that I'm not a 50-year-old man, <laughs> Pete Davidson was like, I do 100 push-ups and sit-ups a day. So the Alec Baldwin takes on this fitness regime and comes back with his Donald Trump role and we'll see Pete in the hallway and be like, Hundred a day, hundred a day. <laughs> and he's lost, I guess he lost weight and claims that um, it's because of this. So Jill and I have decided that this will be our new routine. And I am so sore. <laughs> so two days in and we're doing, we're doing well. Right. Um, if anyone would like to join us on this journey, please notify us of your hundred a day. We did time it to see how our first our first attempt right. was going so we can see if we improve. Progress. I did not time today, though, because, like, I knew it would be way worse. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I think it'll be better on the work days because I will use this as, like, a way to break up my day. So I'll do, like, I don't know, 15 or something at a time. Um, but I did them both days, like, all in a row. And it was just a lot for my body. <laughs> But you're basically going to be like Pete Davidson ripped, so stick with it. Like, are we going for, like, I need to Google how in shape Alec Baldwin was at this point, point Before and after. Right? It will yeah. be part of the Google search after I find that episode of Pete Davidson. Yeah, maybe that's your project for tonight, is you need to figure out what that episode was where Pete Davidson was shirtless, and then find... When that was, you can find a picture of Alec Baldwin from that time and then one from yes. from years later um, yeah. to see how this goes. And I mean, like, I feel like that's good homework for you because you're getting to look up pictures of Pete Davidson without a shirt on, which, like, we know that you probably wanted to do anyways. So, <laughs> I mean, did I need an excuse? No. <laughs> Will I do this for the team? Yes. If while doing that, you happen to come upon like any good versions of the like yeet skirt video, please send those my way because like that's my favorite of all time. So that skit is so good. <laughs> by far, by far, Pete's best work. We'll never get old. I'm gonna be so upset if he um isn't on SNL. I just want like that entire cast to come back for one year. With full, like, a full audience and, like, just go out with a bang, I think he'll. I think he'll be back next year because I think that, that there would be more of a farewell episode for him. Yeah. Because um, he's been there long enough now that I don't think it would be just, like, yeah. one of those kind of unceremonious departures. They would, I don't, it's like, I mean, it's kind of weird because he doesn't really have any, like, reoccurring characters no. in sketches. But he does have, like, reoccurring bits on Weekend, weekend update eight so i don't which know which is all we need like i don't care if he has sketches although he has been in two of my favorite sketches the yeet skirt and the driver's license one. 
Yes, that one was pretty good. The driver's license one recently. Uh, but he does his best work on Weekend Update, where he basically just when he's makes himself. Fun of himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do like I do like most of the like music videos that he's part of as well. Yeah. Um like the one that they did when on the SNL from home, like in his mom's basement. Like that was pretty good <laughs> for the for I mean it was a shining spot in the bleak at home SNL. At home SNLs. Like yeah. I don't think I watched very many because I was just like, this isn't gonna go well. <laughs> yeah. Some were okay some were okay. Um you really got a sense from the like cast members of like who can carry a skit on their own. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say Probably not all Kate, of them. Kate McKinnon is like maybe one. She, uh, you know, I'm not a huge Kate McKinnon fan to be honest with you. I think she dressed up as Ruth Bader Ginsburg in her. Uh, <laughs> I clearly remember that. That would have been like, I think before RBG died. Passed, right? Um, yeah. So I don't know. She's just like she's not my most favorite character. I like like some of her her bits, but I, yeah, reoccurring wouldn't be my wouldn't be my top pick. But um, I'm trying to think of who like Melissa Villasenor is pretty good at like impressions. So yeah. hers hers went not bad. But yeah, some of them were were pretty rough. Were rough, but yeah. they do have like a very a lot of the cast members are very tenure, which is not common. So they assumed that someone would be exiting this season. Because I think there's like Kate McKinnon, Keenan Thompson, Pete Davidson, Colin Jost has been there for a long time, Michael Shea. Um, I'm sure there's Cicely. Like, Cicely yeah, Strong, AD Bryant. Yeah. Even like Beck Bennett and like Mikey yeah. Day, and they've right. all been there for a long time at this point, too. Um, <laughs> Kyle like, Mooney. Um, yeah. But I don't feel like I don't feel like those ones would necessarily see like the departures that like the Kristen Wiggs or the Jason Sudeikis had like they they're they've always Jason been kind of like Sudeikis. yeah like they've always been kind of bit players and like in their um in their time like they've never really had like those breakout roles yeah. of like Penelope or like um, <laughs> Like Jason Sudeikis is like running man on the like uh what's that song what's that song um, what up with that? What up with that? I know. I can like picture it in my head. Yeah. I mean, it was what up with that. But, <laughs> but I yeah, like Jason Sudeikis. I just loved how he had like no part in that other than just like the running man in the background. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like no one really has like. Also, I don't think any of the current cast can really like take weekend updates, so they're definitely not getting rid of those no. two right now. Because even when Cicely Strong Cecily Strong did it, it was like it was pretty rough. I did not enjoy her on that. When Colin Jost writes about that in his book, um, oh, pick it up. It's <laughs> been on my everywhere. <laughs> it's been on my reading list for so long, but I feel like when you read it, you sent me like four hundred million screenshots that I didn't actually need to buy it because I pretty much read it through photos so it was so good <laughs> oh man well <laughs> on that note recommendations uh pete davidson's workout plan and colin joe's memoir so let us know how You're both of welcome. us go <laughs> otherwise uh we'll talk to you later bye bye Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.